Kansas Angel Salazar, and welcome to the Clubhouse Conversation. Every summer in Kansas City, 25 men have one simple mission, to win. Starting pitchers, corner power hitters, middle relievers, speedy gloves up the middle, closers, utility infielders, backup catchers, and they're each remembered here. From 1969 to last year, all Royals careers have been preserved with the most comprehensive collection of facts, memories, and stories in existence. Welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. Well, we'll be making our very first call to Venezuela today, and I couldn't be more excited. It's Davo. Glad you're along for another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. This is the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players. And we will go as far as it takes to hunt down every living player in Royals history. And this one I'm very, very excited about. Angel Salazar is about to join us from Venezuela. On Clubhouse Conversation, been many, many, many years since anyone in the Royals organization or alumni-wise has heard from Angel Salazar. I was lucky enough to find him through his son, Arhenes Salazar, who played college baseball here in the United States. Great guy that I've gotten to know and is setting me up with this uh, with this phone call with Mr. Angel Salazar, who we hope to get back to Kansas City one of these days. And a guy who's had quite the life in professional baseball. And even before that, going back to growing up in Venezuela, we'll talk about that, how he was signed and discovered. Salazar, originally uh, signed by the Montreal Expos, made it up to the big leagues, was just 21 years old. Spent a couple of years in Montreal in 1983-1984. Uh, bounced around a bit before he was traded from the Mets to the Royals prior to the 1986 season. And then, yeah, spent the entire 86 and 87 seasons with the Royals playing shortstop and starting a good majority of that time as well. A guy that could really pick the ball on defense. One of the better defensive shortstops the Royals have ever had. Could handle the bat. Played in 233 games at shortstop with the Royals. And finished his career with the Cubs at the Major League level in 1988. Had some bad luck after that, which is tough to hear about. We'll talk about that and so much more. Over the span of the next hour or so as Angel Salazar joins us from Venezuela on Clubhouse Conversation. Angel, first of all, thanks so much for your time. Second of all, how's everything going with you? Oh, right now, everything's going on so okay. Uh, most of the time I pass right now is in my, in my home with my family. Yeah. Well, that's good. What, what are you up to in, in 2016? Just hanging out with the family and living in Venezuela? Yeah, I live right now in Venezuela, hanging with my family. I, uh, right now, I my own foundation. Uh, my name, uh, the foundation name is Arjini Salazar. I take care of uh, kids, uh, you know, guys uh, that want to play baseball, I mean, professional baseball, or the guy got 12, 13, 14, 15 years old right now. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay, so you're still involved and still coaching baseball. Yeah, I coach, but no, no professional. Only, you know, little kids right now. Uh, some days, uh, I want to come back coach professional baseball. And your uh, your son played uh, college baseball over here. He's graduating with a degree in marketing. I'm sure you're pretty proud of him, too. Yeah, I'm glad. You're never happy for my son because I think he, got, he takes it a good way, you know. Uh, for me, uh, he, for me, one time, the, since he, since he was a little kid, he wanted to play baseball, professional, right? You know, yeah. but you know, sometimes you you know you don't born 
to be professional baseball, you're born to be a doctor, lawyer, you know, military, you know, the way the God they put you in the way what you're going to be, right? But right now, I'm glad he degree right now in the college. And for me, he's he, he, he going to be good. What 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 he gonna do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and most people aren't even good enough to play college baseball, so he still made it a lot further than most people do. Yeah, that's about so most most because I'm glad I'm happy for him because he he made that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you uh, you speaking of professional baseball, you managed the DSL Braves in the Dominican Summer League back in in 2006. How much fun was that? Well. Uh, I started the Braves in 2004 as a coach, and I was in single coach, uh, uh, coach and infield in infield instructor. And then in 2005, I did the same job. I went to back to Dominican Republic as an infield instructor. In 2006, I was a manager in Dominican Republic. That was fun. That was a good experience for me because it's different. Different. It's different as an infield coach. It's different as a first base coach. So you got to put more attention to the game, right? Yeah. You got to be concentrated. You know, you got to make sure your first base coach do a good job. The third base coach do the same, something like that. So for me, it was fun. Yeah, I'm sure. Now let's talk about Venezuela. So, what part of Venezuela do you live in? Well, I live right now in Barinas, Barinas, Venezuela. Uh, B A R I S. It's about seven hours from Caracas. Right, it's a little town, but this one, I live right here, right now. Just want to stay here. Oh, very good. So most people listening have never been to Venezuela. So is it pretty over there? Kind of describe what it looks like over there. Well, here in Venezuela, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful country. You know, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the governor. I don't talk about politics because I don't like that, right? Right. But the beaches, uh, you know, the roads, it's fine, you know. Uh, the thing is, uh, we got no more security. We got no security, you know. You know, we go, we walk on the street, and you know, something can happen to you, something like that, you know. Something can put it, you know. Something happens to you. If you walk, then walk in the nighttime, you can do that, you know. Before, 20 years ago, you can walk on the street 10, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Right now, you can do that, you know. But, you know, I want to stay here. This is my country. And uh, I want to I make sure, uh, I hope we give, we give better the next five or next ten years. Yeah, absolutely. What's the food like over there? What do you guys like to eat? Well, we hear that uh, we have black beans, rice. You know, a steak, chicken, uh, uh, what else? We got platanos, plat, so we call arepas, we call money. Uh, the, the, the arepas look like a uh, little biscuits. Oh, okay. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's what we eat here. We got a lot of food trees here. <laughs> I'm <So>. sure. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot. Yeah. Now, what about when you were in Kansas City? Did you ever try some of the barbecue? Yeah, I tried that. I went to I went to a lot of places in Kansas City. Uh, right now, I don't remember the name, but I well, that was my favorite. My favorite place 
One place they sell uh, barbecue ribs. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite place. It's my favorite food, and the same state is barbecue ribs. Well, you are in the right place to have those in Kansas City. Yeah, I got uh, a dozen. Every every place I go, I go. I ask people about uh, any place that can sell barbecue ribs. <laughs> That's good. That's good. And you also were in Chicago, so you probably tried some deep dish pizza, right? Wow. When I was in Chicago, uh, I used to live in the uh, five block from the Wrigley Field. Oh. Yeah, and then I walked I walk to a ballpark, I walked back to the apartment. And then every time the game is over, I go back home, I stop there, and then I, I wore one rack, rack of ribs. <laughs> so, you, back home. so you were still getting ribs even in Chicago? Yeah, in Chicago. Uh, here and uh, when I was in Florida last year, I asked for a barbecue place, or they, 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 they was too far for the hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, now and another, 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 another food I like over there is uh, chicken wings. I love chicken wings. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Well, you and I have the same taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so talking about Venezuela, so, I mean, obviously great baseball over there, great baseball players. And we currently have on the Royals right now, we've got Salvador Perez, Alcides Escobar, Omar Infante. I mean, did you know any of those guys growing up or watched any of those guys when they were younger? I think I watched those guys play, but I don't, I don't, I don't know those guys, you know? Yeah. I saw the same TV. I heard people about that, so I don't even met, I never met other three guys. Okay, and how about uh, how about the World Series the last two years? Did you watch it on TV? Oh yeah, I watched that. I watched the last. I watched the games. The World Series last year. Were you pretty excited? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. When I was with Atlanta Braves, our minor league director was uh, Dayton Moore. Oh. Yeah. Dayton Moore was our minor director. J.J. Piccolo. All oh. guy there, I work for them. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, so you know J.J. and Dayton from, from way back then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, from 2004, 5, and 6. I worked for those guys for three years, four years, something like that. Oh, okay. So that had to have been... Yeah, and, uh, I, yeah. That had to have been exciting to see him win then, right? Oh well, yeah, I'm excited because they they're doing good job, you know. They, yeah. Have you uh, have you been back to Kansas City since 1987 when you left? Mm, I went to Kansas City 1988. I went back to Kansas City, and I I never back to Kansas City since 1988. Ah, we gotta get you back here one of these days. Yeah, yeah. So so I be thinking about that. Go back to Kansas City. Yeah, it'd be great. I might, I might, I might go this year. I don't know. Oh well, that'd be awesome. We'd love to, love to see you back yeah. here. So uh, okay, so let's go back and talk about your childhood. Are you ready to ready to go way back in time? Yeah. So uh, what? So when did you get the nickname Angel? Was that as a kid, or was that when you got over here to the U.S.? No, my, my nickname is Angel. Get it back. I did it uh, when my first time in the United States, nineteen eighty. I went to a, I went to a spring training in Daytona Beach, and uh, that it was my name. The name was Steve Boros. Yeah, 
Uh huh. Steve Ball was the manager, but that year, and then he called me. He called me, kid. Uh, come here. Uh, what's your name? And then I said, by that time, I don't speak English at all. I yes, I know, I understand what's your name. She can sound like that. Just a little thing, you know. And then uh, he said, I I so I said I said to him, my name is Argenis. Argenis. He said, what? <laughs> Argenis. He said, what's that? You know, my nombre, my name, Argenis. No, 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 I want to call you Angel. They said, call me Angel. <laughs> and then I said, everybody call me Angel. <laughs> so that's it. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. No, no, that, that, that's it. it's, too, it's too tough for me. I want to call you Angel. <laughs> and then I said, everybody call me Angel. Well, it stuck. Now, how about uh, you know? How about baseball in Venezuela? Is it? I mean, you hear about the Dominican Republic. How people in the Dominican Republic, you know, dream of playing since they're four years old, and they they want to get off the island to play baseball. Is, is it that big? Is it that passionate over there in Venezuela? No, for me, for me, the Latin, you know, the best baseball. I mean, here in Venezuela, every game is packed. Every game is ten thousand people, fifteen thousand people. A lot, lot American, lot American people, uh, ball players, they like come and play in Venezuela because it's good baseball. Yeah, really good baseball, and the winter leagues too, right? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Who was uh, who was your biggest influence with baseball growing up? Did you have a, a parent that got you into it, yeah. a relative, or who was it? Well, um, I, I used to got my my big brother. You know, when I was ten, eleven, twelve. That was back in 1970. Uh, he died in 1975 when I was 13 years old, right? Oh, I'm sorry. And then I said, ah, nobody else. Because I still got brothers, but nobody tell me, did I play baseball? You know? And then I started playing soccer. Soccer, soccer. One day, somebody tell me, you're good. You got to play baseball. You're good in that. They said, no, no, I got nobody. Show me how, how show me, take me to the ballpark or something like that. Because my dad, by that time, he used to work every day, every day, every day. My mom, she got to work, too. And then my big brother, he died. And then after that, when I was when I turned 15, 17, somebody else take me to a ballpark, and I was just ready for signing professional baseball. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you did. The Montreal Expo signed you after high school in 1980. It was Juan Andres Verlea. Is that how you that where you went to high school at? Is that how you say that? Yeah, well, Andres Varela, yeah. Yeah, so you graduated there. 1979. Yeah. 79. Yeah, and then you had uh, Jim Fanning and Danny Menendez were the two scouts that signed you. How did, yeah. How did they find you? What, what do you remember about them talking to you in the scouting process? Well, uh, I remember I was in the game and the tournament, and then somebody, I made good plays, and then somebody called me and said, where do you live? I said, I live in Barina. He said, that's far away from here. He said, yeah. I know it's far away. And then he said, no, because I got two guys here from the United States. One speak a little bit Spanish. The other one, they don't speak at all. <laughs> I said, wow, what is, how do you want to do? He said, no, they want to talk to you. And then they come and say, eh, yo quiero que tú juegues béisbol para nosotros in the state. Uh, we want you to play baseball for us in the state. <laughs> That's what Jim Fanning said. I said, what organization? I said, Montreal Expo. I said, okay, I go, I go play baseball for you. And then 
they gave him a contract, I signed, and then next year, 19, that, that was in August, 79, and my first command the state was uh, March 1980, it was being trained. Yeah, wow. That, did, did you, uh, was there a, did, did you make any purchases with your, with your contract money? Did you have enough money to make anything, to buy anything, or not really? Mm, by that time, we got nothing to buy here, right? Yeah. Nothing. You know, I just fish my 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 mother house. You know, I make the almost new house. You know, I make new wall, windows, everything. Yeah, this is what I do with my money. Okay, that's well, great. So that, that wasn't much money by that time. It was almost six thousand dollars. That's what I get. Five thousand dollars. Yeah. But that's good money by that time. Okay, so you were able to help out your mom. That's nice of you. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So your first two minor league seasons, then rookie ball Calgary Pioneer League, nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty one. What do you remember about Calgary the most? Well, uh, my first my first year in nineteen eighty, uh, I, I, I almost I made the club in West Palm Beach, Florida State League. But I was only eighteen years old, and then the guy from the office told me I was too young for play uh, Florida State League with eighteen years old. We got somebody else, shortstop. They had, they, he was 20 years old. He got to play before I do. And then he took me out the roster. Only I was practicing in Florida, and I was ready to go to Calgary, Canada. This is when I went to a rookie league the first time. It, that was exciting for me, except except that city is cold city. Yeah. <laughs> too cold, yeah. It's too cold in the Buffalo. I don't remember... Very well in city because by that time I don't speak English at all. I, I try to walk on the street, you know, and then I stay in my house, to, house to a ballpark and back to my house. So what, what, that, that was exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good experience to play, play in Calgary. Now, were you uh, homesick? I mean, did, did you miss home really badly those two years? No, 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 no. Really? No. Really? I don't, I don't, I don't, that, that happened to me. I was trained because because I got my brothers. When I tell you, they told me, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to lift this. You know? It's the same as you're going to go to college, all right? You're going to go to college, you got to go away, you got to do this, do this. Right. That's what I'm, no. I know that happened to many ballplayers. They get all sick. Yeah, yeah. They, they totally do. Now, who helped you uh, with learning English? I mean, when did you start learning English? Nah, I learned, I learned English with my dictionary in my pocket every day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's all it took. You, you speak it well, so so that's good. Uh, now, Andres yeah. Big Cat Galarraga was one of your teammates in, in Calgary. What do you remember about him? Well, Galarraga was a good guy. He's still a good guy. I haven't seen him for a long time. I say I'm almost 15 years old. Almost 15 years I haven't seen him. But Garavada, he, he was before, one year before before me, but he helped me a lot. But our English that wasn't good at that time anyway. Oh, that's we, true. I remember one place, uh, <laughs> we walked to the ballpark every day, and then we stopped at one place. He, we ordered. Two big hot dogs, french fries, and large Pepsi. That's it. 
<laughs> hot dogs, we french fries, and Pepsi. Same, almost the same every day. Number 21. I don't, I don't forget that number. <laughs> number. Number 21. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah, so then, so 1982 then. So you spent two years at Calgary. Then you moved up to West Palm Beach in A-Ball. Now, you stole 25 bases. You hit 267. You were an all-star uh, that year, and you were actually the MVP of the Florida State League All-Star game. So what do you remember about that game? Oh, that game was exciting. You know, I, I didn't know I was in the team. You know, they tell me one day, hey, you gotta, you make the All-Star team. But uh, because we have an all-star game, say yeah, okay. Because 1980, I, I don't remember we had an all-star game in Calgary in 1981. And uh, I said, okay, and they make the team. They say, uh, you're going to play only six innings? Because you got only one, going to play three. I said, fine with me. I remember he did three for three. I got three RBI, something like that, right? Right. And I scored two runs. I said, and when the game, they take me out of the game in the bottom on top of the seven. And uh, one guy comes and tell me, say, hey, you may be the all-star, the all-star game. I say, the MVP. I say, wow, see? Oh, qué bueno. That's good. That's what I say. <laughs> did, you, uh, <laughs> did you get a trophy or anything? You know, I have a bat. I have a bat. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to make a picture to the bat. I want to send it to my boy. I'm going to send it to you, right? Yeah, please do. Because because uh, uh, I started pack all my stuff because I'm going to move from this house. I got another house. I'm going to move in one week. Oh. Right? And then right now I got it back. I find it, I find it back last night. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to send it to him. That's great. That's great. I'm glad you found it. That's good. Um, now, you did, did you know Nelson Santavania at all? I know he played for the Royals later, and he was on the West Palm team. Did you guys become friends at all? No, I know I know Nelson Santorania when he signed in nineteen eighty two with the Expos. Right. He, he he went to West Palm Beach. And then his good friend of mine, his family, his father, his he he helped us a lot because the, uh when we live we live in West Palm Beach in the apartment, uh Andres Galarraga, uh, he got from Puerto Rico, Hector Rivera, Ketcher. And Rene Quignone, Senkun Base, and he got another, another, another bed, another empty bed, right? Yeah. And then when Santo Enya signed, he got, he come and they, he lived with us. The good thing about Santo Enya lived with us, his father and his, well, his family, they, 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 they go to West Palm Beach and they, they cook. His father cooked for us. Oh. Right? Because we don't know how to cook. <laughs> and then they make good food, pork. Chicken, meat, all that kind of stuff. That's what I mean. I haven't talked to Nelson Santorania. Oh, <laughs> I say twenty years. I haven't seen him. Wow. I hope, I hope their parents they still alive. I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll have to find him for you. I'll, I'll find him and do an interview and, and get you guys back in touch. Oh yeah, I hope, I hope I keep in touch with him. I hope I find him. Yeah, for sure. So the next year, 1983, so you made the major leagues for the first time. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about Wichita. So you hit 302, you had 54 RBIs, only 98 games, and you had a 20-game hitting streak that year. Do you um, Good memories of Wichita, Kansas, I'm assuming? Well, that was oh, well, the best year for me was that in 1983. Yeah. You know, obviously. 
Uh, I was I, I remember I was the only Latin in the team, right? Oh really? The mother was Felipe Rojas, Okay. You know, I was the only was I got to play every day. They put me every day in the lineup. I was second in the lineup every day. You know, and uh, I, for me, I was too 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 quick to make it to the big league. I was only twenty one years old. You know. I didn't play double A. I got no experience. Yeah, you you yeah. did you did get there quick. Yeah, too quick. So Felipe Felipe tell me tell me, mijo, you gotta go to big league tomorrow. But for me, I don't want you to go. I want you to finish here. I said, well, tell the people, you understand here. Say no, no, they need you over there. You gotta go right now. Huh. And then when I I I, I, I do, two two single, I mean two rookie league, one Florida State league, a quick double A, and they got play only fifty four games. How many games playing to play? Eighty four, something like that. Yeah, it was uh, eighty. Yeah, eighty nine. Yep. Eighty nine games, you know, and they make it to the big league. Yeah, not much. So did you, so you actually wanted to stay at Wichita then and finish out that year, huh? Well, they, she, she tell me, stay in Wichita. I was happy to stay in Wichita and finish, finish the season in Wichita. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that's interesting. So, yeah. And then they tell me, you got to go. I got to go. So. And the next year, the next year, 1984. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, who who was the first person that you called to tell that you were going to the big leagues? Well, I'll tell you one thing. By that time... We got no telephone to call anybody. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no cell phone, no, nothing like that. They, they found, my family found, I went to the big league. One week after that, because they showed a newspaper here, I was in the big league. Oh, really? So I, I got nobody to call. I got no, you know, I was in Omaha, I was in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, okay. That's when Felipe r- tell me you got to go to Billy tomorrow, I left. I left all my stuff in Wichita. Oh. Only I pack the stuff again. I jump on the plane at seven o'clock in the morning. I get in Montreal, four o'clock, straight to the ballpark. Wow. Did you Did you play that night? <laughs> no, they don't put me in the lineup. But he take me. He take me for defense in the bottom of the eight. I play eight and nine. Okay, and then yeah, so so two days later, then you got a single, your first big league at bat. You got the single off of Cecilio Guante. Do you remember that pretty well? Yeah, oh yeah, Cecilio Guante from Dominican Republic. The catcher was Tony Peña. Oh, okay. Tony Peña, you know, he's a good guy, small guy all the time, have fun. And then when I was in the play, he told me, uh, Chico, welcome to the big league. That's what he told me. <laughs> yeah. And then you got the base hit. I got the first pitch. I got a base hit. That's great. And then, uh, so you got in 36 games, you know, to, to finish that year. You had a double, a triple. You know, what else do you remember about that? You know, the first the first time in Montreal, what do you remember about 83 up there? Well, the first time in Montreal, I, got, I say, I don't, I don't know anybody in Montreal, anybody. You know, I mean, except the ball players. You know, but I talk about people, this there, I got anybody. I met two guys from Venezuela. They went to uh, he went to college over there, 
Luis, Luis Plas and Henry Manrique. They show me the city. They show me the place where they're going to stay or kind of stuff. Oh, that's nice. So you were able to meet somebody from, from home then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Luis Plas is still lives in Montreal. Manrique, he lives here in Venezuela, in Valencia. Do you still talk to those guys? Yeah, yeah. Every time I call, he remember that. That's great. And you had, did you learn French at all? Because they speak French there too, right? No, I learned a couple of French because I forget. Because when I got trained, I got back to the state. Oh, that's you know? true. That's true. That's true. So yeah. who, so who were, so 83 when you first got there, who were some of the expos? Who were, who were your teammates that kind of were real nice to you and took you under their wing? No, everybody, everybody. Uh, Gary Torrey is, uh, he was a guy, he told me one day, every time you go to the ballpark, you got to smile. You got to be happy. <laughs> it's a game. You come here and play the game. You know, about Pirro, I don't about Pirro, is um, how hard you got to play the game. Yeah, because he was, he's a guy who got to play hard. Team Reigns was a guy who's joking around, you know. So everybody was fine with me. They treat me all right. Yeah. And then, so the next year, 1984, you made your first opening day big league roster. You started at shortstop. So, you know, what do you remember about when they told you you were going to, was, was it a special moment when they told you you were going to make the team on opening day? Yeah, they tell me, you're going to be the shortstop in Houston was the opening, opening day. Well, I remember that, that day is a, uh, what, uh, uh, people was there was a George Bush son. Oh, right? okay. He yeah. pressure me, and I said, and then he checked my hands. This is what I remember in the dugout. He checked every people's hands, and they checked my hands. Huh. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So you were at the big league level then in 84 for all but six weeks. You know, that, that second year in Montreal, what are your favorite memories of that year? Well, what I remember was... Uh, uh, Somebody tell me, I don't remember who was, uh, I don't know, but I don't know how you, but I don't know why they bring you too quick to the big league. Yeah. And then I say, well, what am I going to do? It's my job, I got to do my job, I got to try. They say, no, you're only 21, only 22. You can come back to AAA and play another 50, 60 games and come back. You know, and they sent me to Triple A. Yeah, they did for yeah briefly there. Yeah, that's true. What about uh, I th- you played with Pete Rose that year? What was Pete Rose like? Did you know him at all? No, I know at the game. You know, he played. I know he played hard. He used to play hard. You know, he's a guy. He liked to win. For me, he loved to win. The way he showed me the game, you know, he never wants to lose. Yeah. When he come to the ballpark. He said, "One of this win, 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 win." He never said lose, no nothing. He always he wanted to win. Yeah, all about the winning. So after uh, 1984, then, so the Cardinals chose you as a free agent compensation pick on January the 24th. Then, so you went to spring training with the Cardinals, but then you got traded to the Mets on April 2nd of '85. You know, what do you remember about uh, spring training with the Cardinals, and were you surprised that they traded you to the Mets? Well, the, the, the Cardinals for me. Was a good spring training because I was uh, six, uh, seven for sixteen, you know. But they tell me they can keep me because 
uh, all his bills. He's going to sign a good contract. That's what he told me. And then I said, what are you going to do? When you got a, you got a good chance to go to the Met. I said, well, trade me to the Met. Yeah, that's why I got traded to the Met. Okay. Well, I get to the Met. All right. He's, uh, they tell me, uh, well, you got no, not too much chance here. So I said, okay, it's fine with me. All right. Who me? Uh, you got to go to Triple A. You said, well, I go to Triple A for me. Yeah, and you you did mm-hmm. for Tidewater. You played 84 games. You had bad luck that year. You had a sprained left ankle, and you had a bad back. Was that a pretty frustrating year for you? Mm. Yeah, the, the only thing, the only good thing I remember, we, we won the championship last year, that year. We won the championship. Oh, okay. You know, the first game with the season, I hurt my ankle. I was almost five weeks out. And then after that, I started to keep playing, 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 but I was I hurt my back. Oh, and then I okay. say, "Wow, well, not, nothing I can do about that. I just keep keeping keep hard, and then uh, rehabilitation, and then uh, you ready for the when you gotta be." Yeah. Well, so 1986 then is the next year, which I'm excited to talk about. So you went to spring training with the Mets, and then April 1st, you were traded to the Royals for Tony Ferreira at the very end of spring training. So before we talk about the trade then, did you think you were going to make that Mets team if you hadn't been traded? Were you thinking you were going to make the major leagues that year with the Mets? No, no. I I, I don't think I was going to make the Mets team. No, 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 no. Okay, so you didn't think that. Now, how about the moment you got traded to Kansas City? What do you remember about that? No, I remember they tell me uh, six o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, you got traded to Kansas City. I said, "Wow." They were this you play ticket. You 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 playing lift A forty five to uh, Fort Myer. I <laughs> was in the I was in Tampa. I was going to Fort Myer. Okay, so you were pretty close then. Yeah. Okay. So you get over to, to Kansas City. You know, what did the Royals first tell you when you first arrived with the with the Royals? Well, they tell me, hey, so we got here, the guy he played the worst in the last year, Bobby Biancalana. Right. right. They tell me. I said, okay, it's fine. So you got to be the team. You can show us, uh, you can play here, here, here. So you got to be, you, you're going to be the team. You're going to be the team. But we're going to start with Bobby Biancalana. Uh, for, for me, the surprise for me was, Opening day in Kansas City against the Blue Jays, I was in the lineup. Huh. Really? Said, wow, they tell me this and they put me in the lineup first day. <laughs> I said, okay, and that's, our, that's what he tell me when I got in Kansas City. Okay. So, yeah, you got the opening day start. Then. Who were who some of your teammates in Kansas City that were really nice to you and took you under their wing right away? No, everybody. Frank White, George Bray. Oh, well, Willie Wilson, uh, um, Steve Balboni, everybody, everybody. They told me good, uh, good management, uh, tell me good things, samples, uh, 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 don't do this, do this, something like that. One of these days, I hope I talk to them because I haven't talked to this guy for a long time. Yeah, well, that's, that's why we got to get you back over here one of these days, right? Yeah. 
So you ended up then, uh, so you started at shortstop then from April 8th to September 7th, pretty much every day. You were third in the American League in defensive uh, fielding percentage, 978. You had a team record, 35 straight errorless games at shortstop. What made you such a great defensive shortstop, and what do you remember about the, you know, that errorless streak? Well, what I remember was playing, was playing Texas, right, and then Frank White tell me, Hey, you need two more games for, for having a record. I didn't know that. I said, what record? No, uh, we took a guy here, Fred Patek, all right? Right. Uh, they, they, they don't make their own 35 games, something like that. I said, yeah, okay, fine. Hey, make sure don't make error. That's what Frank White keeps telling me. Make sure don't make error. <laughs> I said, well, Fred, you know, one of those days you got to come, right? You got to make error. Well, he did. I said, no, no. I said, you break the record, you can make one error. It's a fun film. <laughs> and then, uh, then you did break the record, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did, how did you like the AstroTurf here in Kansas City? Well, um, but that time, the AstroTurf, I don't like it at all. Yeah. You know, because it's more natural when you play natural ballpark, natural field. It's good for your knee and for your feet. After tough, when you play day game, it's too hot. Yeah. The weather, the weather can be 85, 90 degrees. So in after tough, the weather can be 110, 120 degrees. Yeah, it was. Yeah, did you did you learn the tricks about keeping your uh, cleats cool in water and stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got the ice cube, ice cube, and the dugout. Every time you come to the you put the uh, you put your feet on top of the ice. <laughs> that would help. Uh, so that year, something sad happened too. So Dick Hauser had to be replaced by Mark Ferraro uh, because of the uh, the brain tumor. Uh, what do you remember about Dick, and uh, how'd you like playing for him? Well, um, he was a good guy uh, for me because because he put me the game, and that when we when I find out he was sick. You know, I, I don't realize that because the way I saw him in the ballpark every day, he don't show you he was sick. You know, that was a bomb, boom, like that. And uh, when I went to the, after the All-Star game, I went to the ballpark, I asked, I asked him, what's, uh, what's Big House at? So no, he's sick. I said, what do you mean he's sick? And then they tell me what he got. Yeah, it was. And then shortly after that, didn't take long. So I'm sure that was a sad day for you guys. No, no, they didn't turn it off because they find a tumor in the other side of the game, right, in Houston, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so that you went through that then, and uh, you guys finished under 500 that year, uh, and things also ended disappointing for you. You got hurt during a rundown play. So it was against Texas. You went to tag out Odeby McDowell. You guys both dove, and you got a bruised left knee. Do you remember that uh, that play pretty well? Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know, when I, turned, uh, when I, did, uh, I started to run down, I got no chance to throw the ball because Odeby McDowell was quick, you know. The only chance I get is start running and landing over him. What did he do? This way I hurt my knee. Yeah, that that was bad luck. Um, 
So the next year, 1987, you spent the entire year in Kansas City, and you hit the only two home runs of your major league career. Do you remember those two home runs and the two pitchers? Yeah, I, I was one. Um, the first one was in Baltimore. Yep. The another one was against Bruce Hurst. Yep, yep. The first one was yeah. Jeff Ballard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Ballard and Bruce Hurst. I mean, were you pretty excited, obviously, to hit those home runs? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was excited. You know? And because uh, when I hit a home run against Bruce Hurst, uh, uh, I remember what's the matter that. Uh, John Water, no? Yep, yep. Uh, uh-huh. He told me, hey, listen. Uh, I want to. I want to take you. I don't. I want to put a picture for you. But no, no, you can hit it tonight. Go ahead, take that soon. And then I hit a home run against the Bruce Hurst in Kansas City. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned. Uh, you mentioned Wathen. You played for both him and Billy Gardner that year. Did you like both of those guys pretty good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The longer you, the longer you do the job, you gotta be. Uh, you you you're gonna have no problem with nobody. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true about that. That's true. So let's talk about some of the guys you played with. Uh, you know, what did you your favorite memory and how did you like playing with George Brett? Well, George Brett because he talked to me all the time during the game. When he was a third base, he talked to me. And he said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." I told him, "I said what? Hey, keep your eyes on the ball." That's what he tell me. I said, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> Every evening he tell me that. So that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> you know, he always that 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 that. You know, I saw Joe Bray the, the last game the World Series. I say I saw Joe Bray in the TV. Yeah. yeah, he was a he was excited man. He was he's been very excited. Wow, yeah, he was excited. But you probably were too, right? Pretty excited to see the Royals win the World Series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, how was nice. how about uh, how about Bo Jackson? What do you remember about him? Wow, <laughs> it's an athlete. I tell you that. Yeah. He was a real athlete, Bo Jackson. He can play anything. He can do anything, everything. Bo Jackson. Yeah, he was a, a strong I remember guy. that play when he, when he walked he walk on the wall. Yep. That play, but he said. <laughs> no, no. Bo Jackson, he, he, he was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Was, was he the best athlete you ever saw? Yeah, <laughs> most people seem so to think he that can, he can he can do it all. He can play basketball, football, baseball. He can do it all. He can diving. He can diving. <laughs> he knew everything. I saw him diving. I, I, I went to him one day. We have a day off. He took me to a lake. I remember that lake. Oh, so you actually he jumped. He, he he diving and then he, he, he you know he landed over here. I don't know. So he took you to the lake at an off day. So you saw him actually dive, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Because I saw him dive. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. How about uh, Frank White? Frank? No, good guy, Frank. Frank. I haven't talked to Frank since 19... 19- Wow, it's been a long time, Frank. I haven't talked to 80, what, 90, 95, something like that. Yeah. I sent you a message for the email. 
and then he asked me that's it. I don't, I don't know nothing about Frank White. Some days, uh, I hope I can talk to this guy. He is uh he's working in he's in politics now. He works like for the for Jackson County here in Kansas City. He's actually like in in politics now. Frank is. Yeah. So. He, 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 he out at baseball, right? Yeah, he's out of baseball. Yeah, just doing the whole politics. Well, actually, he still does. I think he still does a little bit of stuff for the independent league here. The there's a independent T Bones, the Kansas City T Bones. I think he's like their first base coach and helps out on home games. But he's he's mainly doing politics now. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, he does that now. Okay. How- well, 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 I remember Kansas City. Every time I had day off, uh, I travel to Lawrence, Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, I was there because my friends, they used to work there. They went to, they went to university there. They live in Lawrence. Okay, Lord. so that's I where... Spent, I, spent my, I spent all my days off. When I was in Kansas City, I went to Lawrence. Huh, okay. I went, I, I went, to, K, I went to KU. I worked at other university. I met Danny Manning. The guy played basketball uh, when he was in KU. A lot of guys, they went to KU. Oh, that's true, because Danny Manning was there. Wow, and they were national champions in 88 there. So. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, a, that's a beautiful, beautiful uh, campus at KU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's neat that you went over there. How about, uh, do you remember Dan Quisenberry pretty well? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, all, all those guys there on that team was, for me, they, they helped me a lot. Because when I came in Kansas City, I was only 25, 20 years, 26 years old. You know, yeah. and they got him in a break. Seven Hagen, Mark Guiza, Steve Farr, uh, well, you know, well, all those guys, those guys. Yeah, it was a great yes. uh, guy. Leona, which is right hand pitcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, you played with he, some uh, great guys. What's the guy named? Catch his name name, Gene Thunder. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they treat me good. I gotta complain about anybody. Else, yeah. yeah, well, so after 87 then, so November 6th, you and Danny Jackson got traded to the Reds for Ted Power and Kurt Stillwell. Were you kind of sad the Royals traded you? Kind of surprised they traded you? Yeah, well, uh, I, on the game right now, uh, before, you, you have to be surprised when they trade you, when they sell you. You know, you, you have to be surprised. You gotta be ready for all that, you know, because you never know. Uh, they tell me, hey, you got traded to Kansas to Cincinnati. Uh, uh, Danny Jackson going to go with you. That, that, okay, I said, yeah. Yeah. You went over there to Cincinnati, but then so the Reds released you on March 28th. Uh, that was obviously a real quick. What, were you surprised the Reds let you go? Well, uh, we have a guy there, uh, Chris Kimball, uh, when he they wrote talk to me. He, you know, he tell me, uh, uh, "You got a chance to make the team as a teenager, right? But we got one guy here. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to bet on it. You got to fight with him." For this, I said, "But he, he do a good job, Chris Sable. You know." And then uh, Peter wrote, "Tell me, you got a chance? To, you got a chance to go another team?" I said, "Yeah, I might. I got to go one guy. I might. I got a chance to go to Chicago Cup." I said, "Okay, call the guy." We're going to lift you. Don't call the guy before. I call Jose Martinez. Remember Jose Martinez? Yeah, yeah. Well, I call Jose Martinez. He said, well, yeah. 
they called me, released me, I said, okay, wait here. Uh, give me, give me two or three hours. I call you at the hospital. And the hospital said, okay, the security guy released you. So you got a chance here, you got to kill me here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because you, yeah. yeah, the Cubs picked you up, and you, you were on the roster the entire season, 1988. How'd you like playing at Wrigley Field? Well, fantastic. Day yeah. game, yep. one o'clock, uh, four o'clock. The thing, the, the, I don't like the, uh, the, uh, the big thing I don't like was you got you to gotta get up at seven o'clock in the morning because you got to be in the ballpark at nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you to be up early. Cold weather, windy city, nine o'clock in the ballpark. Wow. So, but you got to do it. Yeah, but it was nice having the nights off, right? Yeah. And and getting that, day, that year, August eighth, nineteen eighty eight, they turned the lights on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was there. What was that? What was that like? That was probably pretty neat, right? Oh yeah, it was nice. You know, never that pop on never has lights. They're gonna turn the lights on, and I was there. August eighth. 1988. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And you there you were on, you played with some great guys there too. Sean Dunstan to you backed up and then Ryan Sandberg, Mark Grace. What what were those guys like? Wow. Was it, it, it was there uh Manny Creo was uh Jody Davis, uh uh um, Rick Sutcliffe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's from uh, Kansas City. No, no, that was fun. My great right time, Andre Dawson. The Hawk. Was here too. The Hawk, yeah. Yeah. How about uh, how about playing for Don Zimmer? What was that like? Well, it's fun, fun, fun. He's a real fun guy. Yeah. Every time you know I talk to him, I say, Well this day you're gonna be coach, but you gotta you gotta put attention to the game every time. That's what he tells me. I said, Well, right now I think about coach. I said, You never know. Listen to me, you never know in this game what is going to happen. Yeah. So you got to be prepared for that. They put me in Jose Martinez, they put me to OBP, batting practice. Because huh. you got to learn to do this, you do that, do that, do this. So you got to be ready for this. Yeah. Pick up a little bit of guys, they retire to the game and they want to be a coach, and they, they, they don't make it because they don't know how to be coach. Right. This Don Zimmer tell me that one day. And Joe Alcovelli. Okay. Now, another good thing about Chicago was all the games, you know, well, not all of them, but a lot of the games were on WGN. Did some of your family back in Venezuela get to see WGN? Can you get that channel over there? Well, by that time, I was I, I, I was in Maritain by 88. I was single. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good old uh, WGN. I loved watching the games. Um, so, 1989. Then I, I didn't see you on a roster. What were you injured in '89? Yeah, when I when I, uh, when I come to Venezuela, come ready to come to Venezuela. The people from the Chicago called to tell me, um, uh, "You're going to be in Venezuela." I said, "Yeah, okay. Make sure you come healthy to spring training." And that year, February, I hurt my knee the last game of the final here in Venezuela. Oh. January 28th, I hurt my knee. 
when I called Chicago, I said, well, we tell you, you got to cut to train. Wow. I lost my contract. I lost my, 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 I lost that year, you know, everything I lost that year. Ah, so that was one of one of the hardest yeah. years. One of the hardest years of your life, '89. I'm assuming. Yeah, that was that was I mean, the hardest year of my life, 1989, because I lost my contract. Ah, I'm sorry. That yeah, that stinks. Um, well, yeah. you well you came back in 1990, uh, signed with Montreal again, and played 15 games at AAA Indianapolis. What do you remember about uh, you know playing in Indianapolis for Montreal in 1990? Well, the best thing, and I remember is when he, when he called me, I, I was in Florida. I said, yeah, I'm here in Florida. I'm, 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 I'm in shape. Okay, you got to go. Can you, can you come and play for us in Triple I said, yeah. Well, well okay. What's the, um, how the percentage I get to make it a big league? And he said, well, you're going to play 15, 20 games, and then they call you, we call you up. When that year, 1990, was when my 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 first my first son Argeni he was born. Oh, okay. We was playing Omaha, all right. We, we was playing Omaha, and then they gave me the news he was born. And then I talked to the people, can I come to Venezuela and see my my son and come back? And take me one week for 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 uh for come back to Venezuela. For the United States, right? Right. I come, and see, I come and watch my son. I stay here only five days and come back to the game because the team was fighting for the for the first place. When I hear the player, so my surprise was they released me. Oh. Because I come to Venezuela. I said I went to, I went to Venezuela because you give me permission to go to Venezuela. Man. Otherwise, I didn't go. I was going to stay here. And that happened in 1990. Sorry. Man, so the, 89 and 90, you had bad luck, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. Well, 91 then, you played 22 games for the Salinas, Salinas Spurs. Uh, what was that like? Salinas Spurs in the California League, all right? All right. It's an independent team because that team was from the Japan, Japanese team. Oh. They got all Japanese managers, coaches, ball play was a, was twenty twenty ball players from Japan huh. in that team. Only five from the out of Japan. One from Hawaii, three from the United States, and I was from I'm from Venezuela. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wow. You know, I didn't know. I, I was only for coaching. I don't want to play. The the, the, the second base got hurt and the guy tell me, Can you play second base? I said, Yeah, I play. They put me in the game. Huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that one of the guys uh, who actually died a few years ago that you played with on that team that played for the Royals, we lost him too young. Do you remember Todd Cruz at all? Oh, yeah, Todd Cruz. I played Todd Cruz here in Venezuela, against him in Venezuela, and I played with him in Salinas, California. Oh, okay. So you knew him a couple times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Now, was it easy for you to retire after 1991? Did you know it was time? No, but, uh, I, I went to Italy in 1992 and 1993. Oh, okay. You know? I didn't know that. Yeah, I played in Italy two years, 1993. I retired after that in 1995. Okay. 
August of 94, okay. See, this is good because I'm getting all this information. Nobody, you know, I, I can't find this anywhere, so I'm glad that I'm getting all the correct information from you. Oh, yeah, Italy, two years. Yeah. So I guess the last few questions I want to talk about uh, about Kansas City again. You, you mentioned spending time in Lawrence. Uh, what part of town did you live in here in Kansas City? Do you remember? Remember, I, I know uh, we passed we passed uh, the Adams Mark Hotel. Adams Mark, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I live, uh, I live, uh, I stay a lot of time in the on the Holiday Inn Hotel. Okay, across the ballpark. So you were over yeah. by the by the ballpark a lot then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, do you stay in touch with anybody you played with in Kansas City at all? No, no, no. I want to keep in touch. I want to find out. You know, I want to find those guys. At least we'll say hi and anything. We'll we'll definitely we'll definitely make that happen for you. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then uh, you know your overall favorite memories of playing here. When, when you th- when you think Kansas City, what do you think of right now? Well, for me, it's one of the best cities to play baseball. Yeah. A small town. You know, the weather okay. It's getting cold sometimes, like a, like the other places. You know. No, not like you play in Cleveland. Cleveland is a place cold, Detroit, you know, Chicago. So for me, the best ballpark, the best town to play is Kansas City. Yeah, we still you'll you'll love the ballpark when you make it back over. It's a lot of improvements, as I'm sure you've seen on TV. Oh yeah, ooh, a lot. We got grass grass now for one thing. (laughs) Oh yeah, natural grass, yeah. You can walk behind, uh, walk behind the waterfalls now. There's like a you know a carousel merry-go-round back there, and many golf and restaurants back there. You'll you'll be surprised. You'll love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. And, and well, uh, I I want to um, I want to tell you know, tell hello to Frank, all the guy I played with him. He does that last year. I hope uh, all these days I keep in touch. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I guess uh, the last question I have is, what would you like to say uh, to Royals fans listening right now? Well, uh, to the Royals fans, is uh, keeping going to the ballpark. They got a good team for this year again. They got a good guy in the team, and you got to support that team. Yeah, hopefully. For me, the Royals, you got a lot of chance to make the World Series this year again. I I hope so. Well, let's win another one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. Well, we'll we will definitely get you back out here one of these days. It's it's really been uh, a pleasure for me to talk to you and an honor. And you know, I know some guys have wondered what happened to you, so it's good to to, to get in touch with you again and get you back in touch with some of your teammates. And I'm I'm glad to hear that you're doing well and your son's doing well. And and uh, you know, stay in touch and uh, God bless. And and definitely we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Okay.